The Branding Bay Podcast is a branding, business, and lifestyle podcast powered by the Life of a Tour Branding Company. I'm your host, marketing and brand strategist, Tara Sherman, and this is a platform where real women who are really putting in the work are discussing real topics. Um, before we dive in, I always like to give my guests the opportunity um, to tell my listeners um, who they are and what it is that they do. Okay, well, as you guys know, I'm Morgan Polk. I'm the CEO and founder of Pretty P Apothecary LLC. Um, I'm originally from Portland, Oregon. I have moved around because I just can't stay in one place, but <laughs> it's also because it helps me build community, and it has also helped me build my brand, just being able to get out, meet different people, and finding women's needs which was feminine care products so that's how pretty p came about when i was living in la and i found that i have feminine health issues just because of the change in environment and i knew it just couldn't be me so developing these products for myself and finding out that other women needed it is just how the brand kind of grew because it is a taboo topic Mm -hmm. women don't like to talk about it it's kind of embarrassing sometimes but i'm trying to make it where women are more comfortable talking about it, especially to a male partner and also educating men on feminine health issues so we're not getting weird looks being talked about where men are actually able to come to us as a partner and say look something's not right what you got to do about it right that's good that is really really good um and so like for me i know i've used um i've used some of your products before too and I have to say, <laughs> I love them. I love it. Oh, great. So, um, and so, guys, yes, I have tried her products before just for um, the sake of, like, being able to vouch for, especially her vaginal steams. Um, and I know you talk about, you know, how, you know, you gave us a little bit of intro into how you got started in this arena. Uh-huh. But what was your background in... Um, like before you started your business, like were you always in women's health care or can you talk to us a little bit about that? I've always had clearly a love for health care because I attended Jackson State University and I was a biology major, went in as a pre-med major, ended up changing my major to pre-nursing and it was just kind of always I want to be in the healthcare field, but I just couldn't get with modern medicine. You know, I would go to the doctors and get checks, but as for the antibiotics and the medicines and stuff like that, like, that type of stuff makes my whole body feel a type of way. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just hitting the source for me. So, like I said, I know it just can't be me. Um, And that was also kind of how I started, like, a podcast and a YouTube channel because it's like, I want to bring up these, these issues that I know are not just me. So before that, I was, you know, very interested into science, biology, how the body works. But as for, you know, going to nursing school or going to medical school, I just knew that wasn't me and I would be wasting my time and money. So also, my mother had got cancer young and Mm -hmm. having to change our lifestyle and our diet, it helped me because I was more overweight then and I went on a journey of weight loss and kind of a spiritual journey, and it brought me to herbs and teas and oils and stuff like that. 
and although I know that's kind of a taboo topic as well, you know, that's what works for me. Right. So, you know, if I can help a small pool of women or a large pool of women with um, more holistic practices that aren't also breaking down the body, um, other parts of the body through medication, you know, who wants to go to the doctor and get something for a yeast infection but then come out with BV? Right. Or come out with something else, or you right there with the same um, with the same issue in a few weeks. And I've seen women do that because I used to work in a hospital, and I used to work in the OBGYN department. And that's what I would constantly see to the point where, eventually, as my business grew, I got more comfortable with giving out my part because I kind of knew I was about to go. And I got tired of seeing the same women there for the same reason, upset because they're just not comfortable in their body yes and then what's what's so funny about this is like even with bv i am 30 years old and um Mm -hmm. i um i just had my first child i didn't even know what bv was until i was pregnant (laughs) like right and i just felt so ignorant i was like I was like, what? That's a thing. And, and it, you shouldn't. And it, as and common as it is, it shouldn't have been like, oh, my God, this is new, you know? Exactly. And that was something that always bothered me because, you know, as a, a kid, I remember asking my mom, like, you know, what's a yeast infection? Mm-hmm. And all she could say to me was, I don't know, it's just something you just get. You just get them sometimes. That didn't sit right with me forever. And then as I grew older, I'm like, trichomonasis, you know, BV. Right. What? You know, like, this is not making sense. How can I prevent this? <laughs> you know? And I just did not like the answer of it just happens. You know, that's just what happens. No, it don't have to just happen. So once I figured out that that was something that, you know, could be cured, and even though, yes, it's just kind of like a, you know, when you see dietary pills, they tell you diet and exercise is still going to be the main factor in you losing this weight. It's the same way with anything with your body. You know, you have to be, be prepared to make a lifestyle change. But these are the things that I guess will help you also when you slip up. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't also we can't all not go out and drink socially, at least. You know, some of us like to go out, have fun, have a drink or two. And sometimes they will mess with your body, but here are the tools to help you get back on track. Right. And that's why I was, I don't know, it's it just so funny because I'm like, I'm too old to not know <laughs> about, and I mean. No, and I'm, I'm sure you've been to the doctor and you never got a call back about your test and when they did your swab and. Honestly, if you could go look in the computer, I'm sure there would be a couple red flags in there that they should have told you about. But sometimes they, you know, just feel like it's going to go away or something like that. But it's like still that's something I need to know because it's like I only go to the doctor this many times a year. Right. You know, how do I know what's going on in between that time that I'm not seeing you? You know, and that, like I said, that's so important. Um, And I've had because I have PCOS and I've had like some issues in the past Mm -hmm. as well. And I've had, like when I say I've had the worst experience 
with doctors like i finally at this point can say like okay i have a good doctor who has yeah. you know has been helping to educate me on certain things who's been open to answer my questions who's been an advocate for me but prior to this like to t- prior to 29 years old like no here take this get out like that's it um and so to even be in the healthcare field and you know those are the steps you take also there are other fields of healthcare like integrative health uh, care providers i definitely know a, a really good um nurse practitioner and that's what she did was integrative health but she also had that factor where she did have to play that salesperson to um medicine because i mean that's how they make their money yeah you know it's not something that we think about but they are kind of a salesperson for antibiotics yeah so although she was giving alternative health to people and she did um, relate some of her clients to me which i greatly appreciated because they found the source you know they went to her it kind of didn't work because she still had that more doctor view on it and she still had to sell those medications but she was willing to send her to me and she's she's loved products ever since and it's like that that's what i aim for even if it's just one i'm good right that's important so okay so with that being said a lot of women believe that vaginal steams can help and i don't and correct me like if i if i'm using like incorrect uh terminology take this as an opportunity to educate myself and my audience <laughs> Um, oh, okay, yeah, no problem. And so, like, they think, you know, that vaginal steams um, is something that will help with BV, that'll help with, um, you know, like, yeast infections, things like that. Is a vaginal steam something that you recommend, and what sorts of uh, women health issues do they actually help? So, I honestly feel like a vaginal steam is level one. Okay. It's for that occasional case of yeast infections, BV, and... You know, it can help with your PCOS, at least, you know, relieve some of the symptoms of that mm-hmm. um, before your next period. Because I know that periods can probably be a little bit painful than normal. Yeah. Um, endometriosis, draining fibroids, um, even those that suffer with infertility. I know a few women that try vaginal steaming within kind of the first few months of me starting. And when I say one of them had had a history of miscarriages and she now has like a one-year-old baby boy and the other one um she was able to get pregnant as well um just after trying and trying and just not being able to Mm -hmm. because what happens is our fallopian tubes you guys have probably heard this from dr cb they fill up with mucus and your mucus if it's not filled with healthy bacteria it can kill sperm so when you're finding yourself not being able to get pregnant, you need to take care of your body and your fallopian tubes by drinking your water, eating your greens, and vaginal steaming so that you can um, unthicken the mucus so that sperm is able to penetrate your egg. But sometimes that just seems like a little bit too much to tell us because... I mean, in reality, yeah, all of us haven't been to medical school, but that's something that we need to know. It's kind of like, you understand that. It's kind of like tea. When you drink tea when you're sick, it kind of loosens up the mucus in your nasal passages. 
depending on if you drink like you know peppermint tea and stuff like that that's what those types of things are for it is water good food and a good vaginal steam which will be like your tea Mm -hmm. so basically your vagina is just like the upper part of your body when it's sick so the things that are going to help it is water good food and a good vaginal steam which will be like your tea Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like you need to loosen up that mucus to help healthy bacteria also flow to your lady parts because those are what's going to help you produce a baby and also have better periods honestly because through vaginal steaming i used to have six almost seven day periods and they would hurt to the point where now they're two or three days and i'm good barely notices even coming and it's like if those are things you're looking for i would definitely try it yeah that's good because and then i know you talk about it's funny that you say like basically our reproductive system is like it's um similar to our respiratory system while we're sick mm-hmm. um because yeah. one of the questions i have for you and i'm probably i'm just jumping around now guys so mm-hmm. bear with us <laughs> <laughs> was what are some things that women can do to stay safe during COVID 19 one not necessarily for like their respiratory system but just you know what are some things they can do at home to continue to take care of themselves because i know um, a lot of us are missing doctor's appointments. A lot of us don't have access to the things that we're used to. Um, so what are some things that we can be doing at home? Like just little stuff that we probably would overlook. Well, you know, there's so many resources out there now that I'm even becoming really hip to. But as for keeping your health during this time, so that you're not trying to make a doctor's appointment. And I know they've not opened up doctor's appointments everywhere, but we do want to still keep those for emergency mm-hmm. appointments for people. So definitely take this time to be as healthy as possible. You know, I know we have people out there that, you know, they're able to chill now. They're able to drink as much as they want. They're able to day drink. They're able to smoke. But sometimes work was the thing keeping you from now being sick because that also you know that um makes your body sick you know that those are things that you're not used to don't do things that you're not used to doing on an everyday basis keep it you know keep it keep it normal you know eat what you normally eat if you're eating healthy keep doing it if you weren't eating so healthy you know go grocery shopping because in return you're gonna notice that your lifestyle changes with being healthier and being more conscious of what's going in and out your body it's also going to reward your pockets and that's something I learned throughout that as throughout my process was that I have more money being more conscious of what was going in and out of my body instead of you know snacking here and there every day and stuff like that because some of us do have jobs where it's just sitting down or you know co-workers bring food every day mm-hmm. you know make this time your time to make a lifestyle change educate yourself everybody is different you know if you've noticed some sy- symptoms in yourself go find that group of people that journal that blog on somebody that is similar to you you know similar to your body type similar to the type of ailments that you are prone to you know if 
you have um, a history of hereditary ailments or, you know, a lot of the symptoms that we get um, in our body are hereditary, even though they might come later. Mm -hmm. There are ways that we can prevent that and reverse those things, but we have to do the research. You know, um, I do get a lot of women that come to me with certain things maybe I hadn't heard of. And a lot of times it was hereditary and they didn't know, but also their mother didn't know. Right. So this is the time to start getting educated on your family history, you know, um, trying to and noticing how your body works every day, even developing a sleep schedule, because that's really big. When you incorporate sleep, exercise and a good diet, you will just notice a change in energy your mood and as women we have mood swings you know from our periods and everything that will help your cycle when you have your moods during your cycle you might not even even have a mood anymore you know it's you won't be on that emotional roller coaster as much and i know that sometimes that can be really diminishing to our spirit you know we don't want to be you know upset all the time when it comes or those cravings you know learn how to fill your cravings with healthy things you know sometimes hungry is just hungry fill it with a healthy craving that's good change your palate you know change your palate so that you're craving more healthier things drink your water if you if you're like me and you don't like just water plain water infuse it Cause I'm not. I I tell women to drink spring water because it is the best. It carries the um the most vitamins and minerals. But I have to do purify water and infuse it because I just don't like the taste of spring water. Got you. <laughs> so it's important. <laughs> it's like all things you can do. Yeah. So it's important essentially to find a routine that supports our best health, but we can also kind of tweak it to what works for us. Exactly. But I say that's when after no steaming came in for me, where that became my weekly ritual. And see, for me, um, because I've suffered with infertility and miscarriages as well. Mm-hmm. So when I started vaginal steaming, everyone was like, "Oh, it can help you have a baby," et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. And I had been going through that for so long. I was like, "Whatever." Like, <laughs> right. I'm like, worst case scenario, like I can use it after my period, and like we'll, you know, right. Maybe it'll help, you know, with cramps or some shit. Like that's what I was mm-hmm. thinking. And then, um, but I use that consistently. And I also tried the, um, the Yanni pearls as well. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, well, I mean, I have a baby now, so I, mm-hmm. I so I can honestly say like those things, um, you know, supported where I am helped into getting me That's where I am now. Amazing. But I, I love to hear that. Every time I hear that, it's honestly, so I feel like it's like a surprise because it's just like you never know what's gonna work mm-hmm. you don't you know this is just a source like i never know if it's gonna work i hope it i hope that it does so that you know people don't turn to alternative unhealthy sources yes. again mm-hmm. so it's just like i really hope so every time i hear that it's kind of like oh my gosh yes like like i'm hearing it for the first time honestly because i and then like because you get to the point where it's like it, you do get discouraged and it's like like I'm telling you, I was like, this shit is not gonna work. Like, <laughs> and it's just like crazy because it seems simple. And, it seems simple, and it seems like it was something just right there. Yeah, and then I also change like 
the type of like you know products that I use when I'm on my period. So mm-hmm. I changed from you know the always and Kotex, and I changed into like organic and like 100% right. cotton pads mm-hmm. and tampons because I didn't even realize like how toxic those even were. Like it's just like the simplest things, but or it's not. I'm not even gonna say the simplest things. It's like our everyday items are so like toxic to us. Yes, and it's just because we look for convenience. Mm-hmm. And who markets to us, it's we. It's for convenience. A lot of the things that we use every day, we know we can make ourselves. But it's about convenience. Right. And convenience is cheaper also to the person that is selling to us. You know, they find convenient products, which are sometimes just, you know, a generic version of the real thing. And... Now that we're becoming more woke as just a community and as people, it's just kind of like you can see the difference in, you know, people sustaining life and people being more open about what's going on and people doing their research when they have their own kids yeah, and how they can change their lifestyles. You know, a lot of people choose not to do vaccines. Doctors hate it, but... It's, it's a choice, and a lot of people have found that, you know, their kids might not get autism after they get their vaccines, and that's been something that's been talked about, but, of course, it's been shushed a lot. Right. You know, because that keeps money spinning throughout the health world. Like, what when they, that's, they're the salesperson for medicine. Yeah. What would they do without that? You know, that's just another source of money for them, so I get it. I definitely get it and if you're a doctor like that that's what that's what's going to work for someone eventually cuz some people they're just too weak at this point to take on holistic care. Some people are to the point where it just may be too weak. Mm-hmm. But what we want to teach people is start now. Start when you're young and start educating your children on just being healthier. Right. Because that's that's really all you can do but also women while you're at home instead of going to the doctor and getting tested for like STDs and stuff there are brands out there where where they will send you STD tests and you can do home STD tests and you can do home pregnancy tests and stuff like that and then you can get a prescription and go to your nearest little pharmacy and get the antibiotics you need or take the certain precautions that you need to to help yourself yes so, rule number one, ladies, let's stay safe. <laughs> yeah. Because we're about... Don't go too crazy. Yes. Safety and health in this time. And then, um, so with that being said, do you have any um, working relationships or collaborations with, you know, like the modern medicine OBGYN or any holistic doctors? Uh, right now. So, if you guys don't follow her, I would definitely follow alexandra lightning on um instagram like i said she's a nurse practitioner she's one of the nurse practitioners that have um sent me some of her clients because um they would get bb probably a few times a month so um in like other type of things but she's a really good person to watch right now i think she's in nyc helping with COVID 19 and she just gives a lot of information all the time and she's on a bunch of different podcasts um let's see there is 
there's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of women out there. This is a very growing um, community mm-hmm. of women in health. Um, as for like holistic doctors and stuff like that, honestly, no, not right now. Um, I would say more of influencers um, going to like a page like Unbound Babes and um, other sexual pages, um, the sex ed um, pages like that. They have a lot of sex educators on there and they will also point you to other um, um, people that are really good in this profession. That's good. And that's where I kind of find my inspiration and also some knowledge on things that I don't know. And that's good. Because there are a lot of sexual educators out there that are just like me where just modern medicine wasn't getting it. And uh-huh. we just did extensive research on stuff like this. And see, and that's the thing too. Um, and so that's what I always like to, like when I'm talking to women, I always want to encourage them because what happens is we fall into... Um, like this we fall into this space where we're embarrassed to ask mm-hmm. things because we think we should know them already or mm-hmm. we feel like they're too taboo i mean like even still to this day like as much as as much freedom as women like that we've gained and we've earned and we fought for it's like sex is still kind of taboo it's like oh it's not ladylike to talk about <laughs> certain things yes and there's communities out there that are totally like f that yes and so and you you have to find those communities and they have the blue check mark on instagram and stuff like that but they do have a little bit of followers you know but joining that community will also because my audience has totally changed mm-hmm. you know i went from more kind of like lifestyle bloggers to now it's kind of more sexual health you know yeah people are you know got the dildos and you know and it's just kind of like this is a whole new world of and instagram like, listen that if you don't go searching for it <laughs> you will not find it like someone had to like be like go to this page and i'm like whoa like does Instagram know this is going on? You know, yes. they'll flash something in a minute. But um, it's just a different community. And like I said, you have to go searching for it because they are not just going to put it out there on your Explore page. Exactly. And it's, <laughs> and so that's why I'm telling you, those of you who are tuning in, take the opportunity to go and follow some of these accounts that she's mentioned because especially if you are afraid to ask these questions, this is still information that you need to know. Um, and so don't set yourself back. Don't put yourself in harm's way because you don't want to get out there and get the information that you need. Like, don't be too, never be too embarrassed to save yourself. Please. Yeah, and there's women out there that are really body positive. And within this community, you will notice that there are a lot of thicker women that are out here exposing their body, exposing their mental health issues. Uh-huh. That's another big thing is that we don't, connect our brains with our vagina sometimes and sometimes our um our self-esteem just totally separates the two when honestly they go hand in hand they're very much connected your brain is definitely going to tell you what your vagina what to do and see that was and that's funny i had like i had another question on here because there is this meme and this quote that i keep seeing all around and it's like mm-hmm. um and i completely agree with it <laughs> and it's like uh your vagina will tell you like when a man isn't right for you yep. and so 
for just from your perspective, what are some signs that your vagina will give you like, okay, this is not working out? <laughs> well, first, to butt in because you know when you're supposed to be wet you know yes yes all of us don't get wetter yes some of us get wetter than others but at the same time we still have some lubrication if your vagina is not lubricated baby do not do it he is not for you also his his touches his sensation if it's not getting you there like We've been to the point where even a touch can almost make you climax. Mm-hmm. And that should be real almost in every situation. You do have the some situations where there are women who have never experienced an orgasm. They may have climax, but climax is not an orgasm. So, you know, you have those women that have never really experienced good sex. And Sometimes it's them, but sometimes it's very much the man because we've, we've, some of us have had men that they get it done and that's pretty much it. And you looking like, you know, like I had experiences <laughs> for, I feel like half my life where I'm like, this is what, this is what y'all talking about. Like, right. This is what all the hype was about. Was like until you find somebody that's really in tune with your body and sometimes it takes and people think it's so weird but there's something called genital gazing Mm -hmm. and it's where you're able to sit there and look at your partner's genitals whether they look inside you or you just look kind of inside them and just feel them out and it seems really uncomfortable but sometimes that's what it takes to be able to be in tune sexually and sometimes until you find that partner that's gonna do that stuff is that some others may think is crazy and weird. Sometimes that's what it takes to get us comfortable because a lot of us have been traumatized sexually. Mm-hmm. And those are not stories that we're willing to tell. So the only thing we can do is do these type of practices to repair it. Yeah. That's and true. there's just some partners that are just not going to be willing to take that time. And that's just not going to be the partner for you. You heard it here first, Molly. Stop. <laughs> um, but next, let's talk about. That was good, though. Thank you for sharing. Um, let's dive into some of your products. So, what are some of your feature products and bestsellers? And, like, um, what primarily, like, do they assist with? Like, what would be, you know, like, what would be, like, some of the number one reasons that. Uh, women should absolutely have these products on hand so a lot of my products are bundled and I do that because not because one won't work without the other but because if you have kind of something for every day and some things for those occasional BV yeast infections or you know some odor or you know you notice some discomfort after your period um one product that is really big is the Venus Sap, which, which is the feminine wash, but you can also use it as a body wash. Some use it as a face wash. And um, really, it's a cast out soap base um, diluted with like some rose water. It's, um, um, it's infused with some herbs and some, some more oils just for that. Um, extra moisture also there's some aloe vera in it which helps penetrate because a lot of us as we know um 
oil will just sit on top of the skin and you mm-hmm. won't want that because eventually it will start to create a problem, some irritation. But what the aloe vera does is help it soak it in. But um, castile soap can also be too harsh. So if you ever find like Dr. Bronner's may uh, irritate your skin, it's because you need to dilute it. And if you notice between all the words on their label, eventually it says dilute, dilute, dilute. So make sure you always dilute that. Um, because oils, unrefined oils, on some of our skin, we're just too sensitive. So um, it's already diluted. It already um, has the good bacteria that you need to cleanse yourself, whether it's after a long day or, you know, some of us sweat more down there. Or when you're sitting all day at a desk, mm-hmm. you know, you're just, you know, you're just letting things just grow. And, you know... Uh, moisture and darkness it helps thing it helps bacteria grow so you want to constantly be washing so um the venus app is really good for that and also those sensitive vaginas i do get a lot of women that are like i'm really scared because my vagina is really sensitive and i'm like well this will be really good for you because it's not really concentrated and it does not have those harmful chemicals that other soap brands do because if you do look on the back of your dove your Irish spring or whatever that you use the only thing that I can really pronounce is water and sodium something but that's pretty much it and if you can't pronounce it you should not be putting it on your vagina for sure if you can eat it or you know if you if it's something you can eat it's most likely good for your vagina um and also things a lot of women they like to see the bubbles they like to see the suds you don't want anything sudsy bubbling up in your vagina because that just means it has more chemicals and that goes for your hair down to your face head to toe so that's why this wash is just really good for head to toe sensitive skin in general um also a really big seller and it was kind of surprising i guess because like I said, women, we were not very vocal about our vaginal issues are the Venus Fertilizer Suppositories, which are um, an all-natural boric acid suppository. And I know when we hear the word acid, we get scared, but there are some acids out there that are natural. Just like if you look on a periodic table, you have your acids, you have your bases, and it just goes down the line. So boric acid is just one of those natural minerals that come from sea salt, um, seawater and, and it just it's like a salt water cleanser you wash your mouth out with salt water or anything like that or a wound it's just like that it's been used for hundreds of years for fungal infections including vaginal infections it's in a vegetarian capsule so you're not putting any nasty gelatin up in you because those are made out of animals and you don't want that either the point is to clean you out and um women have found that not only has it helped um make them feel better and a little bit more energetic because a lot of people just you know when you're on your period you do feel down you do feel heavy Mm -hmm. and that will help lighten it up after your period is something good just to pop in maybe that night after your last um day to get all the excess out um and stuff like that it comes with some applicators and I just tell women to use it um, at least three nights up to seven and then take about a week 
a week break if you have to, but sometimes within those three nights, it'll make them feel a little bit better. Um, I've definitely had women say, like, there was a doctor, you know, just kind of going to check up and see, you know, how their vagina was after using the suppositories, and those are people with, you know, constant VV, and they haven't been back in a few months, so that's that's a really good one. And, um, also, of course, the herbal blends. I have three different herbal blends, and you can use them for vaginal steaming. Um, you can use them as a loose-leaf tea, so if you have like something to steep your tea in, definitely drink it as a tea because you don't want a vaginal steam during your period, or if you're looking to have a baby, don't vaginal steam while you're ovulating um, or while you're pregnant. But um, drinking it as a tea during those times will definitely help with bloating, cramping, or even just sleep. Mm-hmm. So, um, and if you read the description on the different herbal blends, they all help with different things. Um, the original herbal blend is more kind of a general. If you've never done vaginal semen before, or you're just looking for kind of a better period, um, that's a good one. Aphrodite's blend. Um, has definitely been working for women if you're trying to have a baby because it includes some herbs that help with fertility. Um, As for the TLC blend, that's more of helping with a BV. It's a stronger blend. Um, It includes stronger herbs. And with that being said, if you're looking to not get pregnant, that is probably the herbal blend for you because um, it does include neem, which is a natural spermicide. So if that's kind of in your system, um, it will kill off sperm. Okay. I won't say use it as a birth control, but <laughs> if you're looking at vaginal steam and you're just looking to get rid of bacteria because eventually maybe you do want to get uh, get pregnant down the line, this is what the one I would start out with if you're having you know those constant issues or just some irregular discharge. Gotcha. Well, thank you yeah. so much, Morgan, for yeah. joining me for sharing all these gems. Um, and before we wrap up, can you just tell everyone how they can get plugged into you? Like, what are your social media handles? Where can they find yeah. these products, etc.? Yeah, of course. So definitely follow um, the business page, which is at Love Pretty P, where you'll find information on my products. When products drop, I have giveaways and sales. So make sure you definitely follow that page. Um, I have a podcast page as well, um, Pretty Jewels um, Box Podcast, so make sure you go follow that. Um, If you go to my website, you'll find all of everything between YouTube videos telling you how to vaginal steam at home, the benefits, um, little stories, um, blogs, stuff like that. Just go to my website, www.pretty, that's P-R-E-T-T-I, prettyjewelsbox.com and you'll find everything about my brand, my business, about me, and also some frequently asked questions about the products that I have. Great. So guys, make sure you take some time to get plugged into her, get plugged into Mm -hmm. some of these other uh, ladies that she's mentioned, Um, especially if, I'm not even going to say if you are having issues, even if you are not having issues, still educate yourself Um, yeah and this is the time to start the journey while you're at home you know start your journey of being more conscious of what's going in your body um educate yourself because um like i said you're not gonna find this information probably from healthcare providers and that's why i said there's a lot of 
other pages out there that are just a lot of extensive health educators that have just done research for years. Cool, 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 cool. Well, thank you so much once again, Morgan. Um, yeah, no problem. Yeah, it's really appreciate you joining me. I've learned a lot, I can honestly say. So that was some really good stuff. Um, and... Oh, that's good. I'm glad I can help. <laughs> no problem. And until next time, guys, thank you for tuning in to the Brandy Bay Podcast.